This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome back. Very enjoyous show. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. We have given out a lot of information in the past two hours, and we have a lot more to give out, so do stay tuned, won't you? So I'm going to stay here. I know. Oh, well, thank well, you. Good. I'm, I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> Julia has left the building. I mean, some days I want to. Don't we know it? Some days we want to. Um, you know, if you're just catching up with what happened this weekend, Kim Kardashian had a cherry blossom themed shower for her third baby that she's having via surrogate. Oh, it was Ky- really, it was cute. And Kylie Jenner. Apparently, um, I want to say that she, oh no, she just, she was sporting a wedding, an engagement ring. Ooh. So that's what's happening okay. with the Kardashians. With the Kardashian, that was your Kardashian update My with the K. Was short. Uh-huh. Thank you. It, oh, was, look, it actually looks really beautiful. It was so cherry yeah. blossoms. I mean, ah, they're such beautiful trees when they go. When they go hard, it's the most beautiful sight ever. It looks like they have the Snapchat filter with, you know, the one that makes you look pretty and kind of softens your features with the pink oh. things and the one where you're wearing the wreath of flowers around I your I don't head. have, Lori handles Snatch, Snapchat. I do yeah. Insta and she does uh, Twitter, so I don't know the filters. Well, basically they beautified themselves and mm-hmm. it looks gorgeous and I'm jealous that I wasn't there. It did. Okay. <laughs> they were, they really did. Okay. So this morning, um, one of Louis C.K.'s accusers that talked to the New York Times last week about him exposing himself in front of each other she spoke out her name was Rebecca Corey she's a comedian and at the time when this happened to her they were filming a TV pilot that she was EVPing on for um in 2005 and here's her story a Louis CK accuser is speaking out this morning about what she calls the open secret about the comedian it was just actually sort of common knowledge in the comedy world. People made jokes about it all the time. Then she says it happened to her. Actress and comedian Rebecca Corey seen here in Two Broke Girls. In 2005, Louis C.K. approached her when she was working on a TV pilot. I was walking to set to shoot my scene and he approached me and got really close to my face and said, can I ask you something? And I said, yes. And uh, he said, can I uh, masturbate in front of you? In your dressing room. Who she asked says, that? The show's executive producers, Ugh. Courtney Cox and David Arquette, found out they were disturbed and supportive. They even discussed curtailing production, but Corey says that's not what she wanted. I wanted to sort of pretend like it never happened. I mean, I wanted to do my job. Those opportunities are few and far between. I most certainly didn't want to be the person that was responsible for shutting down a production or even being part of the narrative. She says her one regret if I could do anything differently. It would be that day I would have shut down production, I would have confronted it, and I would have dealt with it then because I have learned that doing nothing, saying nothing, um, 
That is not helpful. Corey is just one of several women who came forward in a bombshell report by the New York Times saying Louis either tried or did expose and touch himself in front of them. Many in the stand-up comedy scene said the rumors of his behavior were an open secret for the past decade, some even making jokes about it on stage. The popular comedian, who has since been dropped by FX, HBO, and Netflix, was quick to issue an apology, saying in a statement, At the time, I said to myself that what I did was okay. But what I learned later in life, too late, is that the power I had over these women is that they admired me, and I wielded that power irresponsibly. Corey says two years ago, Louis C.K. called her directly to apologize. As for how this so-called open secret was allowed to persist for so long. When you're that powerful and you're generating that kind of money and you can, you can literally knight someone's life by giving them a show, <laughs> you know, that's what's going to happen. You know, yeah. it's interesting. So she did, because when we first heard about this last week, we had heard that she reported it to um, Courtney Cox and David Arquette at the time. Right. And it kind of sounded like they did nothing. Mm -hmm. They immediately stopped her and said, what do you want us to do? We are here for you. Right. Do you want us to stop production? Which I thought that needed to be said because last week it was kind of alluded to that they brushed it away. And she said, and I can understand her feeling like if you here you are, you go to the people who are in charge of your show, you tell them this. They said, well, what do you want us to do? And then you think, oh, my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. What about all these other people losing their jobs? Right. Sure. You know, I'm yeah. I'm responsible for all of this and uh -huh. I don't want to stop it because then what do we do? Right. And I'm screwed, too, by the way, because I don't have a job. So you could see her you yeah. know, conflict of interest. And there. then am I going to become that person who right. is known for shutting down the set because I complained about something? I mean, there's a lot of different dynamics that are working there. And, you know, the and I think it's safe to say that even in the past five years, 10 years, that the culture has changed so much. Uh, and we have social media and people are talking about these things and speaking to power in that way. Yep. Now, she's funny that she said, you know, that this was an open secret in the world of comedy and somebody big in the world of comedy addressed that open secret today. And that would be Mark Marin. He is the host of WTF. He has his own podcast. He's a stand up. He has specials on Netflix. He had his own show on IFC. And he said this is what he said on his podcast, uh, the episode that was uploaded today. He said, sadly, I knew what most people knew there was a story out there and he said i guess going back several years and he uh, talks about that story about the two women who were in that hotel room in aspen uh where louis ck took off all his clothes and started to masturbate in front of them right and mark Marin heard that story and he asked louis ck directly he said so what's up with this story louis ck his friend told him it's not true it's not real it's a rumor and he's like, well, are you going to address it? And he's like, no, I'm not going to address it. I can't do that. I can't give it life. I can't give it air. And that was their conversation. That's what Mark Maron said. Oh. Talking talking to Louis C.K. So, and that's kind of the attitude that Louis C.K. took a couple months ago when he was asked about it. He's like, these are just rumors. And if we give uh, any kind of lip service to rumors, then we're just giving them air. And we're right. letting them live. And, you know, now Louis C.K.'s manager has spoken out. Mm -hmm. And he's been his manager um, for a long time. His name is Dave Becky. Yes. And he wrote a lengthy statement talking about the, um, his involvement in the Louis C.K. sexual misconduct and scandal. And he says, I profoundly regret that I'm and deeply sorry for not listening to and understanding what happened to Dana and Julia. If I had, I would have taken the event as seriously as it deserved to be and would have confronted Louis 
which would have been the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. I'm providing this context so others don't make the same mistake I did. At the time, I heard the stories third hand, kind of like, And but Mark asked his friend, did you do this? And he point blank lied and said no. Mm-hmm. And he said, um, you know, I didn't think in any way I interpreted the interaction as threatening or not consensual. He misperceived the whole thing. And in hindsight, I'm, I'm skipping a whole bunch. Yeah. Um, in hindsight, and Lewis was married at the time, so he was seeking discretion. He's thinking about his client. In hindsight, I was op- operating blindly from a one-sided place of privilege until last week. I knew only of this isolated incident, although this may sound naive, it is true. Never once in all these years did anyone mention any of the other incidents that were reported recently. Mm-hmm. I'm appalled to learn that these have come to realize my status. You know, I'm going to take time to reflect on this and educate myself. I mean, that's, you know, you're hearing a lot of that kind of talk behind um what's going on here he's, sure he's louise yeah and dave well and dave becky is coming out with that kind of statement because those two women directly named him in yep. that new york times article saying like no actually dave becky kind of bullied us into saying right. like keep your mouth shut about right. this i'm gonna ruin i'm gonna possibly hurt your career if you keep on perpetuating this story because right. they were telling that story all the way back in 2002 now dave becky is no longer representing louis ck he has also dropped him uh from his management roster so, I mean, it's just, it's... The fallout, I mean, Kevin, mm-hmm. Kevin Spacey, Louis C.K., and Harvey Weinstein, not Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, yeah it's Harvey, Harvey, Harvey Weinstein. It's yeah. huge. It's now, huge. on a completely different, we're going to take a sharp left, okay? <laughs> okay? Here we go. Here we go. Where are we going? I'm very concerned right now for Miss Jackson. Why is that? Janet Jackson. Miss Janet Jackson, mm-hmm. why? Because um, last night, Janet Jackson made a rare appearance on the red carpet to receive Out's 100 Galas Music Icon Award. Okay. Um, but her her nose is, is, is scary. Okay. Um, a New York-based plastic surgeon, Dr. Matthew Schulman, says it appears that there's some nasal cl- claps and some retraction of the nostrils, and oh. it may be the result of multiple surgical procedures that has caused well, injury yeah. to the nose. And yeah. it is, I just tweeted this out. Yeah, I'm looking at the mm-hmm. It's significant. Yeah, it is, it is. You can it, definitely yes. see it, something went wrong there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Oh, Janet. Well. And her eyebrows look like um, she is playing a character in Spock's movie versus... <laughs> she looks like Mr. Spock. Oh, she looks like... Oh, so she's... Like, I'm concerned right now. Okay. All right. We're very concerned I'm about, about, about Janet Jackson. I'm well, worried. I'm worried. Okay. okay. Yeah, oh, I'm hoping that a lot of... I mean, obviously, I she's had some I hope her nose work. is not compla- yeah. collapsing. Well, we, we hope Who that... Who is the best plastic surgeon for noses in the Twin Cities? Does anyone know? Uh, I have, n- I have, not I have a clue, no <laughs> idea. I am dumbfounded by that question. I have Someone no idea. Someone can call us or send me an email. Don't ask people to call well, there's a number one nose guy in town. Oh, I would like geez. to interview you, him okay. oh, and get his opinion on, or her opinion on Janet Jackson's nose. Why not? I don't know. It looks like she's had some work done, and she has a lot of contouring happening. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, okay. anywho, Julia's concerned. That, we have to get to the dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese will be with us in just a second. View.org. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, everybody. Do we have Ms. Elizabeth Reese with us? We do. Hi, honey. Hi, girls. Hi, Halls. Nice to be with you guys this afternoon. You too. Let's talk about Liz Smith, the longtime queen of tabloid gossip columns, and she passed away at the age of 94. Julia, I saw you and Lori posted a photo. I know. We loved with her. We loved having her on our show. She came in person twice to Sardi's. 
to be on our show when we used to go to New York and do shows. Oh, man. Back in the fun days. Back in the days when we could travel at the ranch. Fair enough, fair enough. She was, I mean, we, when we thought we got her on the first time, we thought we had made it. Oh, I am sure. Yes. So her column, which was simply called Liz Smith, ran in the Daily News from 1976 to 1991, and then in New York Newsday from 91 to 95, and then when that newspaper closed, continued in Newsday, which was based in Long Island until 2005, and then the New York Post from 95 to 2009. She had a 33-year run right. that uh, then came onto the internet in the New York Social Diary, and she was syndicated for years in 60 to 70 other newspapers. She was all over on TV, uh, and what happened was her big scoop was the 1990 split of Donald and Ivana Trump. Yes. Uh, Madonna's also 1996 pregnancy, that was a big one, yes. and her income all, often exceeded a million dollars a year more than any newspaper columnist or executive editor. Isn't that amazing? She was paid that in 1991. I know. And the Mm -hmm. New York Times says she was not an exceptional writer or reporter, but it was just those occasional scoops. And she just kind of had a, a, just a normal style that it wasn't about these kind of intense attacks uh, she didn't seize upon rumors. She offered a kinder, gentler view of movie stars and moguls. And uh, she would often insert herself into stories as well, saying, like, I didn't agree with this. So kind of the predecessor for us. It, she mm-hmm. really she really was. Yeah. And it, it was just, you know, we tried to get her on because uh, an author, Jane Green, was on this summer and she said she's friends with her. And so we tried to daddy tried to email her and get her on our show. Yeah. Um, it's just sad. She really I mean, it was the end of an era of gossip columnists because suddenly the internet was becoming prevalent and big. And remember, she started Wow Oh Wow, the website. Oh, yeah. And um, I just, you know... Interesting, and you know, an interesting time too, Julia, because she started studied journalism at the University of Texas, and then moved to New York in 1949. And think about the idea of like a single girl moving to New York. Oh yeah, to work living in, in the Barbizon Hotel. Yes, right. <laughs> uh, she married a man named George E. Beeman. She married and later divorced, and she leaves no immediate survivors. Never she was had married children. twice to men. Oh really? Yes, and then kind of came out as a lesbian in her twenty, um, her two thousand memoir. And then, um, but kind of just admitted, she never wanted to talk about people's sexualities. Yeah. Um, I just feel like she was just at the best in a party. She said Barbara Walters was the one woman that helped her out the most. Oh, that's so sweet. And just included in her in her life. I feel like Liz Smith, Barbara Walters, and, and um, uh, Cindy Adams used to go on trips together. Oh, I'm sure. Oh my gosh. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
I mean, how fun would that be? Yeah, yeah. So Liz Smith passed away at the age of 94. Fun to kind of look back at her life and her career and uh, and all of that. Yeah. So, um, okay, I've got some other news. Oh, T-Swift coming to uh, Minneapolis September 1st, okay? She just announced her first dates of her 2018 Reputation Stadium Tour, so you can mark your calendar and plan on getting your ticket. She's it's gonna Labor be Day USP. weekend. <laughs> I know, it's the fair. Julie, Julie's already And booked. the fair. And cabin season. I mean, she's <laughs> not thinking about our needs here. Plus, it's at US Bank Stadium. I know. I know, which I said earlier today that I, I went to the Luke Bryan concert there right? and then said that I'd heard that they'd kind of been working out some of the kinks and so it was sounding better but then i got a note from somebody on twitter who said no they just went to another concert there and it wasn't great oh, i went no. to you too oh yeah no so did i what am i saying what are you <laughs> where no i went to you too at the excel I, oh, oh okay didn't i or no, was you where went was to I? it at you you went <laughs> to I did it go at us bank you went at you tcf guys. stadium oh i went at tcf that yes. was the cool one yes that was in the height of my <laughs> exactly Baby brain. <laughs> I have baby brain, so I blame it on that. Uh, you but, do have baby brain. Oh, but, yeah. But it seems like everybody is kind of disappointed that Taylor Swift is doing her concert at U.S. Bank Stadium. I know. Uh-huh. I know. Yeah. But people will still go. Oh, people will go. Yeah. And it's a fun venue to, like, dance around. It's just is that you feel like you're just listening to the CD. And you don't be on the third level because you yeah. will literally, it's, it's, it's too lost. hard to stand They're up. Just, it's just, it's a giant, giant stadium. I mean, it's built for football games. It's not necessarily built for acoustics, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, I don't know. Right. I was just there for the holiday boutique and I had a fun time shopping. It was oh, built for that. Oh, that's a fun one, isn't that? Yeah, that was fun. That yeah. was on the field this year. Okay, Elizabeth, did you notice are the signs up higher for the restrooms? <laughs> Oh, brother. I, you know, I don't know. I could see them fine, but I'm 5'9". Okay. The sign seems fine. It was... Note to U.S. Bank Stadium. Yeah. (laughs) I want them to just put together, like, have more lines for craft beer and get some good cider in there. Right. Get some good, decent local cider for the love. For the love is right. I love you. For the love. You go in there and there's like a hundred places to get a Miller Lite, but who wants that? Apparently they have more money... Well, they do, but Minnesotans have great taste in craft beer. We We want good local stuff. We have so much good stuff. You don't want to waste your beer calories on something that's not that good. Nope. Right? Uh, Josh Duhamel uh, talking to Entertainment Tonight on Saturday night, and he was talking about Fergie, his estranged wife. Yes. Says she's an amazing girl. She really is. She's an amazing mother. Uh, amazing girl, and I think more importantly, she's an amazing mother, and he got a little emotional defending her. He said, I've honestly sort of kept my head in the sand throughout this whole thing, but I've heard that there have been, you know, things said about her. She's an amazing mother. That's what I really have to say about her. They have a four-year-old son together. Yeah, Yeah. You genuinely believe that this relationship broke up because they just wanted two different things, and they recognize that, and they they love each other, but it's like we can't do this together but see that's what i don't understand that's because so hard if you for that really babe. love each other yeah. enough mm-hmm. i know especially when they're little he's got a little baby yeah four years i old. know all right fine i know that's tough uh josh duhamel though speaking of u.s bank stadium we all know he's a big vikings fan oh I yes think that i saw him here the other week a couple Did weeks you? ago in the airport oh wouldn't surprise and me and i gave him he's a, I gave, yeah, I gave, yes i gave him a look and he was in a vikings jersey and a baseball cap when we were walking through the terminal and i think i looked at him and kind of gave him the look like yeah i know who you i know are. who you are you know <laughs> me i know, I know yeah, you yeah we're, we're having you. this mutual exchange of like yeah i know who you are Keep yeah it. see oh, i bet it was tall, him handsome drink of water yes. that was for sure i am sure i wonder who he's gonna end up being with next Mm. Well, I told him I was single.
Okay, well, that's good. Yeah, I'll reach out to him again. Did he get back to you? Yeah. Yeah, right, Danny. Okay, let's talk about Elizabeth Smart. This is interesting. You know, we haven't heard that much from her in a while. Remind us who she is. Okay, so she was the one. She was the one who was kidnapped out of her home from her bedroom in 2002. And remember, she was like living in the mountains of Utah with her captors, Brian David Mm -hmm. Mitchell and his wife, Wanda Barzi, for nine months before she was rescued. They had brainwashed her. Yep. He had married her. He said he married her. Well, Elizabeth Smart is now 30 years old. She's living a very normal life. She lives in Park City with her husband. They have two children. She got married five and a half years ago, but she has some upcoming television projects. Uh, there's a movie that's premiering on the 19th. So coming up this week on Lifetime called I Am Elizabeth Smart. And then the second half of her two-part documentary special, Elizabeth Smart Autobiography, airs tonight on A&E. And she says... Uh, that she still has moments where she remembers the trauma. She says there are moments when I'll see something or I'll smell something and it will take me back. I'm sure. She said, um, one time I was visiting my grandma and she had a book of Russian art on her table. I was flipping through it and there was a picture of Rasputin in there. And I saw a picture of him and I was like, oh my gosh, that looks just like Brian Mitchell. That's what brought her back. But just such a fascinating, I mean, her disappearance captivated the nation. And then when she was found, it was so unbelievable. Gosh, yeah. And so joyful uh, that I think it's interesting to see kind of how she's evolved as a young woman. Oh, yeah. I would agree with you. Yeah, so that's what's coming up. You can watch it. Thank you, woman. Thank you. All right, so when we come back, it's time for Sex Monday, and oh my gosh, I've got the goods on... Let's see. You get to choose between three different things. Ooh, but choose your own adventure. This season, we'll be back. Talk about sex now. Here we go. Are you ready? Oh, it's a choose your own adventure. I know. Sex Monday. Well, I'm telling you, let's let the music play for a while to get people excited. Oh. <laughs> Don't jump in right away, Donnie. Let's just have a little. I know. Okay. So here are the things that you should that we're going to tell you about today. Everybody thinks that they're a good kisser, right? Of course. All right. Naturally. So we'll tell you if you kind of are or aren't and things to freshen up and how you can be. Mm-hmm. We can talk to you about what season we're in right now. Um, or we could tell you why um, you should always let a man pay on the first date. I say, what do you want to start with, kissing or cuffing? Let's start with kissing. Okay. Kissing. Kissing. Okay. Let's now, refresh our kissing repertoire. Okay. So... We've talked about this before. If you're out on a first date or second date, whenever you decide to have your first kiss, if it's not a good one, it the date won't happen again. Yeah, it's just a rule. Oh. It's a rule of thumb. Yeah, men are more lenient on that than women. Oh are. wow. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, I we would believe think in so. Second chances. Yeah, they believe in second chances. So here's. Well, that's so nice of you. So here's mm. just a couple things that um, you could be doing, you know, to freshen up your kissing game. Mm-hmm. Number one, freshen up. Um, don't eat garlic for dinner. Do not uh, have a mouthful of onions. Do not have a coffee mouth. So if you know that you're going to be kissing someone, maybe use the restroom. Get some Listerine strips. Get some, yeah, get some, a little mini um, something, mini mints in your pocket. Carry a toothbrush in your car, whatever it's going to be, but freshen up. Mm-hmm. Okay, because that that's a buzzkill right there. Yeah. If you stink. Mm-hmm. A mouthful like, of onions. But gar- garlic, I'm, I, you know, just don't even bother. Okay? <laughs> um, let's oh. see. 
work your eyes a little bit before the kiss, okay? So you just kind of, you know, work on a little sexy eye contact mm-hmm. before it's going to happen because you don't know, are they going to kiss me? Am I going to kiss them? How's this going to fly? A little smizing, Just a, do a little smizing, smiling with your eyes. Not too much because you don't want to be the freak who kisses with their eyes wide open oh! and freaks out oh. the other person, okay? <laughs> Another big one is stay in the moment, don't be worried about what's going to come next or what's happening next or anything. And this is the rule with all dates or kissing, I think, or sex. I mean, be yeah. in the moment. Don't yes. worry about what's coming next. Okay. You know, Focus. we're making plans. Oh, of course. You yeah. know what I mean? But a lot of people. Or be focused or like think about, oh, gosh, I got to look at my phone because I right. want to check my messages. Or why did I say that dumb thing at work today? Blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. doesn't matter. Okay. Take your time. Kissing is a team effort. Don't squelch someone's spirit by going on the offensive right away. Um, Too hard to control the situation, taking the lead. If someone wants to kiss one way, you want to kiss the other way. You don't want some awkward intersections like. Yes, but but just, you know, go slow. It doesn't have to all be tongue. It can be, you know, I'm just saying, you You don't have to eat the other person's face is what you're saying. And this is this is number seven. Mind your tongue. Oh, yeah. The tongue use can be great in moderation. Remember, it's a kiss, not a facial wash. That person will never have a second date. No one likes to be doused in saliva or have their entire mouth filled up by someone's tongue. Try starting out small, slow, no tongue, blah, 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 and then get it, you know, increase it. Just don't do tongue. Yeah, first kiss, no no tongue required. Nope. I say that as a person who's my very first kiss was like full tongue. I know. And it was terrifying. It all it is for all of us. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Okay. Yep. Um, follow each other's leads. Good kissers will mirror each other's movements. You're in the so that they're both on the same page. Right. Smash noses. Mm -hmm. Make it a full body experience. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you don't want to just awkwardly lean in right. and and do. This. I'm getting excited talking about this oh, right now. Okay, yeah. learn your erogenous, yeah. learn your erogenous <laughs> zones. Now, this is mm-hmm. a big one. You know, the earlobe, the yes. nose, the mm-hmm. collarbone, the kisses on the back of the neck, all the nerve endings. Um, hickeys aren't everyone's cup of tea, but that feels good. You know, that sure. sensation of someone kind of, you know, yeah. sucking yeah, your neck a little bit. Well, and practice that, board, but though. just don't leave a mark. No, exactly. Right. I but mean, that, but that might be your thing. I don't but know. But that, like, is a really underrated body part that people forget about is how... The neck you're talking about? Yeah. Yes. And the earlobes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. just all up and down and around in that area. Yes. Mm-hmm. And if you like how someone kisses, give them feedback. And say Ooh. that you're a good kisser. Or something. That was You know, nice. make them feel good about it. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yay. You get an A. All right. There you go. <laughs> You get it. The most unhot thing ever. (laughs) I know. Let's kiss again. Okay. It apparently this is the worst cuffing season ever. Now to remind you what the cuffing season is, is, it is the time of year where you get cuffed to someone who you can sext over Thanksgiving dinner, bring home by Christmas. Um, it's, it's the time when it gets too dark out to do anything at night outside. Yep. You need to have your, um, significant other, you know, you need your Netflix and chill buddy locked down. That's right. Okay. I see. So, but they're saying cuffing season this year is, is not the best because it needs a good stretch of not too hot, not too cold autumn for dating to occur. It also needs Fewer dark news stories about sexual exploitation and abuse, and we're getting inundated with those. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm not going to read the next line, but cuffing 
In case you're deliriously happy in a relationship or single and not aware of the social fad, it is a time when singles couple up, apparently spurred by the onset of winter. Yeah, because it's cold. And again, you don't want to go outside. It's, it's mother's dark. nature's way of getting us to couple up for body warmth and reproductive purposes during like winter. It. Do you yeah. think that they're going to start having a cuffing forecast in the farmer's almanac? <laughs> they may. They should. That'd be helpful. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. They may. <laughs> I, I, Why is it called cuffing? Because it's just, you, well, know, you know, you're, you're just kind of you're kind of attached to each other. Cuffing. Uh, Okay. You know, handcuffs. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, cuffing. Yeah. It's, oh, I see. it's mm. Mother's Nature's way gotcha. of coupling up for body warmth and reproduction. I mean, it goes way back, of course. Yeah. But it's too darn cold and dark to go outside and socialize in the height of winter. So let's get someone mm-hmm. that you can have to be with that's okay? sufficiently warm and has kind of similar tastes in movies that you do. Yeah, hopefully. Kind of. <laughs> And that's code for something else. Else, Cuffing season, theme parties are going to be happening this year. Mixers oh. this year. Cuffing season, um, Yacht Edition is coming out. So it's like this season, and it's right now. And I think cuffing season can go through. It can be any time. The end of March. Yeah. But it's really particularly mm. when we look outside right now, and it looks like it's 10 o'clock at night. Oh, gosh, it's so depressing. Don't remind me. So this oh. is the time to um, get cuffed. And if you haven't... Um, you know, get yourself to one of these parties and find somebody get to your, cuff with. Uh, get your sites updated and doing all that. Yes, because this is the time. Do it now. Get on it, would you? Yeah. Gosh, Don, Donnie's on his Tinder profile right oh, okay. now. He's refreshing. I can't believe he's it. Swiping left. Stop, yeah, I'm he's swiping. Will you leave me he, alone? He's ignoring <laughs> us, and that is what he's doing. Listen, no. All right. Um. No. So, Ooh, yes. um, cough and kiss, people. Mm-hmm. Go okay. forth and cough and kiss this Monday night when we come back. Favorite headlines today, and the rest of the headlines. Previously. All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us on this fantastic Monday. The sun even came out today, so it's we're got a double plus. The sunrise, if anyone saw it, was amazing this morning. Nice. Um, our favorite headline today is it's World Kindness Day, and happiness comes when we are kind to each other and expect nothing in return. Kindness costs nothing, and it can change somebody's day for the better. Instead of being negative, spread positivity and love. Oh, well, and Hello Kitty says, "Stay kind." And Mariah Carey says, share a hug with a loved one. Okay. <laughs> Did they say it at the same time together? Nope. <laughs> Two different tweets. All right, Donnie, what do you got? Taylor, the rest of the headlines. I do have the rest of the headlines. Taylor Swift is on track to have the biggest selling album of the year. I know. Just in the first week alone. I yeah. know. As she sold at least 700,000 copies of Reputation on Friday alone, and now people are saying it would be 2 million copies in one week. That's like in sync back in the day numbers. Yeah, I know, it, and yeah. it's brilliant. Her, mm-hmm. her sales grow at over 925,000 in the U.S. Yeah. Mm. How, she's smart not to let people mm. stream it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for Good for you, Tay Tay. And of course, she's coming here. She is coming here. You guys are BFFs like that. No, I am. I'm all cool with her. (laughs) I just, you know, I love her snake microphone. Oh, that she had on SNL on Saturday. Oh, my God. It's amazing. (laughs) Yeah, she does. Everyone should have a microphone wrapped with Sarawaski crystals, brown cocoa crystals, and a snake motif. It's (laughs) lovely. Let me see if I can get those in the studio for Donnie, you. Donnie, why don't you yeah. work, work on, it. on that? A bedazzled yeah. microphone. Yeah. To her we had people. bedazzled MyTalk shirts one year, I remember. We did? Yes. Oh, okay. It's been a long time. Can't remember. I everything. have them. You didn't wear them. They no, were I for the girls. Okay. Gal Godot refuses to do the Wonder Woman sequel if Brett Ratner is involved. 
This is this is a big deal. Yeah. Well, because they've her. already set the date when the movie's coming out mm-hmm. in 2019. Donnie has sa- sent out a save the date for everybody. Mm-hmm. And now to backtrack it, they even moved up the date it's coming out because it was going to compete with the Star Wars movie being released in, released in 2019. Right. So now they're backing up again. They need new financing because she doesn't work with Brett Ratner, who is behind it with Warner Brothers. Right. Lots to work out, people. Lots to work out. Again, a lot of years before it comes out, and I I applaud her for this. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I think that takes a lot of guts. Good for you. Well, you know, she's been one of those people, I think, kind of like Jessica Chastain in as much as they've been vocal about the fact that they are kind of willing to walk away from Hollywood if it doesn't work for them. They're like, we have adult lives outside of this industry, and so we're going to use our power for good. I'm so impressed. Mm -hmm, I'm so impressed. And Wonder Woman is, you know, power to the ladies. So and the girls. So it makes so much sense that she doesn't want Brett Ratner associated with. I just love it. Okay, Uh, Jenny Slate tweeted about her boyfriend celebrating her turtleneck purchase. Okay. I'm confused. Her boyfriend is Chris Evans. They broke up. But but they got back together again? They got back together again. Really? And they both had things to say about each other. He said when they broke up, she had the most amazing sentences. I think he said something. He did. Chris Evans said that about Jenny Slate. He said something about his gift with words. She had the most amazing ways to say things. She's a stand-up comedian and an actress. And she said, I don't ever have to see him again, kind of. So they're back together now. And um, she tweeted out this weekend, they want us all to know that they're back together again. My boyfriend does many dreamy and generous things. But number one in mind right now is how he celebrates my new turtlenecks. I... I, I don't understand any of this. Done. She but, celebrates her turtlenecks? But she's, she's this is Jenny Slade. She's yes. kind of quirky like this. Yes. Oh, I and see. this is it's how humor. she's Yes, oh, yes. Donnie, it's okay. jokes. It's jokes. jokes. She's jokes. a very funny woman. Okay. She yeah. is. And turtlenecks, you know, act quite they're see, in. Donnie, the joke yeah, is that yeah, normally nice. people don't like turtlenecks Next. that much, and then the fact that her boyfriend is likes it know. that she's ordering see, J. Crew turtlenecks in the amazing cotton. Shouldn't have to explain the joke. It should just be funny by itself. Colin Kaepernick is, is Colin Kaepernick, the uh, well, he's not a quarterback anymore. He's out of the league. Is GQ Citizen of the Year? Yeah, and he's on one of four covers of the December issue of GQ magazine. But he did not give them an interview. He did not? Nope. Oh. He is not interviewed inside it. Um, okay. I think he's pretty bold in what he's done. Oh, yes. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. And um, he did not give them an interview. The other three covers have Gail Gadot, Wonder Woman of the Year, mm-hmm. have Champion of the Year, Kevin Durant, and have Bad Hombre of the Year, Stephen Colbert. So those are the mm-hmm. four different covers you're going to see on GQ. The New American Heroes. Yes. Got it. Uh, Ben Affleck, let's do this one. Ben Affleck on if he'll play Batman again. Quote, we'll see what the future holds. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, he's got to see. He's probably, you know, got to prove himself 
to be an upstanding citizen sober and what's ever going to happen to him. Yeah, and it depends on, because his involvement in this new Batman movie has stepped back from writer, director, star, to director, star, to just star. And it just doesn't seem like he's really that interested in being Batman. I don't think he is either. I think that he he could really care less. Right, and after all, when he was Batman, when he was gearing up to be Batman and brought him something terrible that he's going to suffer with for the rest of his life. What is it? Moobs. Oh, moobs. Oh, moobs. Yeah. He got man boobs from it. Because he he beefed up (laughs) so much. Let's forget that it got moobs. He got moobs from this. I mean, that is a terrible thing to carry away with you. Oh, oh, forever (laughs) moobs. Oh, my goodness. I mean, seriously. (laughs) He's got moobs. But but there was, you know, after SNL, he was in New York with Lindsay Shookus for a couple days. This past week, but he flew back not to go to the after parties in SNL and mm-hmm. went back to his treatment. He's really, I think that um, he's doing the work. Everyone around him is making sure he's got a concerted effort to focus on getting uh, sober. I think you're right. Yep. Uh, let's revisit this one. Uh, Gene Simmons, the guy from Kiss, he draws Twitter's wrath with his thoughts on working mothers. Well, he wants oh. to give us some advice, and I don't think that he should. That well, you have to choose one or the other. And everyone pointed said. out that, well, you didn't. Well, I want to know the reporter who asked him his opinion on this topic and why they thought that he would have some something enlightened to say in the first place. Well, I don't know if he was asked. Gene Simmons is the kind of guy that would just start talking. Yeah, I without guess. Without being asked a question. But why, why is, is anybody listening? No one know. is. We're not. Uh, so here's what we should listen goodbye. to. Okay. What are we going to um, listen to? Nicollet Avenue has opened up. And in celebration of the opening, Mary Tyler Moore's statue has returned to the corner where it used to stand for years, 7th and Nicollet. Finally. And you can go out there and take pictures and um, the barricades, the city's moving the barricades, street sidewalk sweeping, and it's going to get all ready to be put, it's put back together again. I think it's open. Yay! I'm ex- I am excited. I was driving downtown a couple weeks ago, and Nicollet Mall looked like it was almost ready yep. to open. It was very exciting it's just because it's been exciting. so ugh, icky to drive down there the past couple years, well, but yeah. I'm, I'm excited. I know. The odds are Blake Shelton is going to be the sexiest man alive on the cover of People tomorrow. Speaking of Blake Shelton, here's oh. his Christmas song with, with Gwen, Gwen Stefani. Stefani. You make it feel like Christmas. I What do you think? I like it. I, like I'm it? okay with it. I, the second, that's the second time we heard it. I like it. I, I like don't want to hear it again until the day after Thanksgiving. Me too. <laughs> oh, that's December right. That's yes. right. Okay, everybody. Um, have a wonderful night. Thanks, Holly, for sitting in for Lori. Mm-hmm. We'll be back tomorrow. And, um, oh, I don't know. What's going to happen tomorrow? We well, really don't that's know. That's the beauty of it, Julia. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Neither do I. <laughs> okay, everyone have a good night. Job done. Off you go.